0: Here's a little heads up for our non-Spanish speaking podcast friends. This podcast is recorded in Spanglish. So please grab you a friend that speaks Spanish, have them translate for you, buy them a coffee, say thank you, and enjoy the show. I think it's super important like going back to the point of how Puerto Ricans the story of Puerto Rico evolves here and kind of like takes mm-hmm. off here in New York, yeah. like when I have, mm-hmm. these again, these arguments with Puerto Ricans on the island, not arguments, but like these little like mm-hmm. debates, like, you know, they'll ask me like, how long, I, I, how I, many years have you been calling yourself Puerto Rico? Like my whole life. Yeah,
1: my whole life. Yeah. No, like, I was gonna say, I, I actually experienced one of your arguments with people in Puerto Rico.
0: And it's, and I, I was, think
1: Do you I, remember I, those, do you remember this, Nick? In Puerto Rico, you had the argument with somebody. You was that what it?
2: you? Yes,
1: yeah, so when you went for the Rosie, you remember this conversation? I
2: don't remember.
1: You were, after, after we did Rosie, you had a, con- with Pete, uh, the Pete, but it was more about independence. It wasn't about like anything. About uh, yes, yes. Yes. Oh, okay.
2: yes, yeah. yes. Yes.
1: Yeah. Okay. But so I know, I know. Yeah, you arguing, like, yeah.
0: But I think that it's so important because it's like, what we showed with Rosa, Yo, is that we're stronger mm-hmm. together. And like, mm-hmm. one of the main mm-hmm. things that I took from that moment in history, that very mm-hmm. proud moment mm-hmm. that although I wasn't in Puerto Rico personally protesting, mm-hmm. and I w- unfortunately, mm-hmm. I would have loved to be there, but we right. were out there in, in Columbus Circle, mm-hmm. but like, just mm-hmm. in those moments, like
2: mm-hmm.
0: how stronger we are together. And what I took from that is right. how out here, for example, like we said, mm-hmm. they put us, in these, in these neighborhoods, like my, my dad went straight to Gowanus, mm-hmm. my mom went straight to the south side and went mm-hmm. and then there's what? so many people mm-hmm. because I end up in the Bronx and all throughout, whatever. But like mm-hmm. they put us in these mm-hmm. impoverished situations in mm-hmm. another mm-hmm. city where we have to work our mm-hmm. way up, even though we've, we deserve a lot more than to work our way up. Mm-hmm. We actually deserve reparations mm-hmm. for a lot of the shit that y'all mm-hmm. stole from us. But OK, mm-hmm. we have mm-hmm. to work our way mm-hmm. up And this is all, again, we have to remember, this is within the last 50 to 60 years. So like, this is very recent and we have to work our way up this system Mm -hmm. to to Mm -hmm. kind of mean something to you guys or to qualify for something. And we Mm -hmm. kind of get lumped in with black people, which is fine because we are black, but Mm -hmm. then then you Mm -hmm. kind of refer to us as lazy like them. Um, Mm -hmm. And then on the other side of it, you're sucking us dry. So not only are you profiting mm-hmm. on our labor here and creating impoverished mm-hmm. situations and a lot of our struggle is very parallel to the black struggle in the sense of having losing parents to drug addiction and all mm-hmm. of these things because shit got fucking hard for them or they seen some shit yep. can't unsee. And so
2: right.
0: we, we have to kind of pick up these pieces from this generation that was kind of, they didn't adjust well to, to coming here mm-hmm. to the States. And mm-hmm. then we mm-hmm. got the other side of it, which I call like, do you remember that episode in Recess where like, like um they, there were like the alternate characters were dressed just like them, mm-hmm. but in different colors. Do you remember mm-hmm. Recess, the Disney show? Uh, <laughs> it,
2: nah, like,
1: I'm, I'm, right. I'm a little older than you. I'm like a little older than you, so I don't right?
0: <laughs> but it's But it's, but it, it's okay. basically like mirrored people but just okay as All right. so yeah over there there's still drug addiction there's still poverty mm-hmm. but it's off of mm-hmm. it's it, that that part of it is what we lost right so that's mm-hmm. that's
2: mm-hmm.
0: here we're kind of we're shaken because of mm-hmm. what we were thrown into and over there mm-hmm. we're shaken because okay. of what we lost and what we really lost was each other, right. the manpower, the the, right. the numbers, mm-hmm. essentially. And the mm-hmm. United States mm-hmm. really profited off of separating us. They mm-hmm. profited off of making right. one think that the other is better than the other. So I'm better because at least I was able right. to stick around and stay here. And the other is better because at least mm-hmm. I was able to buy a plane ticket and get a better job. But we're right. both fucked. Right. So yeah.
2: we come mm-hmm. together,
0: yeah. that moment with Rosario, right. The first thing that came to my mind was like, mm-hmm. "Y'all yeah, really thought that we forgot about us? You, we thought exactly, that we yeah. forgot nah. about each other, and we didn't forget I, about I each that's... other." And although mm-hmm. the, nar- the everyday narrative was that we forgot about each other because of the way we speak mm-hmm. to each other, because the way we say, mm-hmm. "You're not as Puerto Rican as me," because you didn't, you weren't born here, mm-hmm. or you're not mm-hmm. as Puerto mm-hmm. Rican as me because you didn't go to school here. No, mm-hmm. I'm as Puerto Rican, right. too, because we share the exact same struggle mirrored in different mm-hmm. ways and the only thing right. that we lost exactly. was our mother. So
1: no, I, the evolution
0: I, I mean, of us here is mm-hmm. so important and it's part of the Puerto Rican story. There are Puerto Ricans in Puerto Rico that feign to have a cousin in New York, just to say like, oh, mm-hmm. I'm kind of cool because mm-hmm. when that hip hop show, right. died, you know, specifically right. during like the J, Biggie Nas, all that era. Right.
2: Like,
0: Diddy mm-hmm. era, it was cool to be like, I got a cousin in New York. My cousin is down with Yeah, that in me. New
2: York. Yeah. yeah when
0: yeah. I go back there now, yeah. they're like, Oh, that's a flow. That's a flow that uh-huh. 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 yeah. Uh 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 Yeah, yeah, I'm like.
2: What? <laughs> you know, like right,
1: But so, so are you, you know what I'm saying? Like that you're a part of that, you know what I'm saying? Like there is like it's important for me. Like, like I said, I was born in Puerto Rico. I take great pride in that. You know what I'm saying. But I also realize that my experience is predominantly of that of someone from here, right? Because I experienced my life here. I didn't grow up in Puerto Rico. I I, I would go often similar to you. You know, my both my parents are born in Puerto Rico. They were raised in Puerto Rico. They, you know, we left when I, when I was born, right? So I, I I've always had this strong connection to the island, not just because I was born there, but just because I was I was raised. But I do identify as somebody who's raised here because that's the reality of it, right? So I have that sort of understanding of it. Um. But I think it's important, like what you were saying. What Jose Yo is a perfect example. Like I, I've been able to see our our successes as a as unified people, um, dating back to like the Vieques struggle, right? The Vieques struggle to me was one of something that happened. It was like one of the first things in in my in my timeline that I remember us coming together as a community and like saying yeah, right, and, and, and standing up unified both in the diaspora as well as in the island and demanding that you know for the Navy to leave Vieques and take their shit and they still haven't taken a shit, but that's another story. And similar to one th- with, the, with the political prisoners, right? So my first coming into uh, my political sense and my political identity of Puerto Rican was through the political prison, right? Um, I remember I was in college and it came and had a conversation about, you know, the Puerto Ricans who were in jail. And I remember cutting class and going to it. Um, and it, it's changed my life, you know, and it's, it, it, you know, I to tell you about what happened after that. Like I remember one that time they were organizing this big march in DC, so they, all the people from New York, New Jersey, um, and I think Connecticut, I'm not sure. Um, we all came together and we all went down to D.C. together and were a part of the protest. I met Angela. Davis. I was a young cat, I was freshman in college. I met Angela Davis. I was picked to hold the Puerto Rican flag, and I had you know I just, and I already knew who she was, right? Because I was always aware of like the Black Panther Party and all that. Um, so it was very impactful to me, um, to meet her, and then you know just you know my first experience as a Puerto Rican. This is my first protest I've been to, right? and I'm, I'm fucking on stage with Angela Davis like I was mind blowing right um, and from there I, I sort of continue to yeah like the show is powerful right um, and that was my first entry way into sort of like my political um, identity as you know in the bandita and all that have you um, was through that right and I remember having a conversation with my grandmother who you know she was born in 1934 in Puerto Rico right so she's from that generation that saw Commonwealth become the status, right? From that generation, it was calling for independence, and it was sold this idea of Commonwealth being sort of like a stepping stone to it. I asked, like, why don't you, like, how do you identify, like, in terms of the political? I've never asked this since I was, I was probably eighteen years old. I'm like, you know, how do you identify in terms of the political status And her thinking, like, many people her, her generation, like, you know, I would love Puerto Rico to be independent. I just don't think it can happen. And I remember to sort of ask him but what, do you, why, like, and I'm me asking that question from. a a really innocent place because i'm like yo but we could do this like i you know like i had just started doing my readings and i was already getting to that point i was like no i actually think we can be free um and over time as i developed politically and and, and what have you she changed she was you know when she passed she was somebody who believed in independence of puerto rico um and and, you know it's it's that like you know but but it was my experience here that sort of allowed me to be sort of separate from sort of like the direct colonialism right and my grandma did it better for that. She was born and raised, she was born in Camuy, so like West Coast, like really, really, really Puerto Rican, right? Um, so, you know, to, to your point, I think it is, the, the storyline of Puerto Ricans in the United States is as important as the storyline of Puerto Ricans in the Highland, because I think at this point in our history, you know, it's combined. You can't separate the history of Puerto Ricans in particular in New York from that of the history of Puerto Ricans in the island. Are they different? Of course, and you have to honor that, but they are, they are you know, there was a point where they were sort of parallel, but I think at this point they've sort of been combined, you know?
0: I think it's super important, though, like, again, maybe my perspective is kind of narrow, um, but Mm -hmm. Puerto Ricans in New York in particular, because I've seen Puerto Ricans, Mm -hmm. like, and not seen, but I've, like, in terms of, like, seen, but, like, on Instagram or, like, on social media Mm -hmm. spaces, I've seen Mm -hmm. Puerto Ricans from Florida, And like, they really Mm -hmm. cried for just like whiteness. And I'm just like, that didn't make sense to me. But I think it's because- No. I think it's because- I can tell you- It's that hip hop element of growing up in New York to understand like, oh, I'm not white, you know?
1: But I I could tell you, like, I've I've, I've been somebody, so I went to college, like I, I lived in Miami, right? And then I came no. back and I went back.
0: I've never no
1: and I I, when I, I saw Puerto I, I went back and Chicago
0: I, for the first time, my brain was like What are y'all so doing
1: here? Well well, my mom was born in Chicago actually. Oh
2: wow. Yeah.
1: So so I, I I'm one of those unique Puerto Ricans and not that unique since I have a lot of experience as a as you know United States resident. so um I went to school. I went to like I did pretty much all my high school in Miami, right? So I understand that what the mentality there wasn't when i was there there wasn't that many puerto Ricans, right there was winwood winwood used to be an extremely it was a, it was like our neighborhood right so there was clemente there, i remember i used to go to zulu nation meetings right so that's how, it's how hip-hop i was i was part of the zulu nation right so i would go <laughs> to these meetings that were in winwood winwood then was a puerto rican community now it's sort of like this you yeah it's it the art district in miami right that's where you have like basel and all the other bullshit, right but back then that shit was like, everything like we i remember do, i
0: want to gentrify it because we fly as fuck.
1: They come exactly exactly right so you know so i i, I understand that experience i also understand the experience of chicago right not just to my mom because really she, she was born in chicago they left they went back to puerto rico and then they end up eventually coming to new york and then going back to puerto rico and new york puerto rico right but my experience in chicago was through the political my political work right so if you're aware i don't know if you're aware but chicago is really what puerto rican identity on the political stage Really takes place in Chicago. The young lords start in Chicago and they influence the ones in New York. Um, if you look at all the political movements in terms of the freeing of the political prisoners, most of the political prisoners were from Chicago. Um, they have, have a place in Humboldt Park. Uh,
0: I wonder what was it Puerto Ricans mm. that went there
1: mm-hmm. believe
0: mm-hmm. more in independence. Because when yes. I.
1: I, 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 I yes, yeah, yeah. I, I have this theory. I yeah, yeah. I have this theory.
0: that's a theory of mine in my brain because when I get there and I see. Pedro Campo Boulevard or Way or whatever, and newspaper um, mm-hmm. fighting Park, and I'm like, mm-hmm.
2: well, and mm-hmm. and like these are
0: people that my mom told yeah me, I have I a kid, but I'm looking around, I see fucking right. portraits of Lolita Lebrón, and I'm like,
2: mm-hmm. and, yeah, it, and yeah. Lola, I met her there.
1: Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Puerto Ricans
2: in, in mm-hmm. Chicago.
1: Yeah, my theory on is is a lot of the Puerto Ricans who went to Chicago are actually from the West Coast. That's why my grandma, my grandma from Camuy, yes, from the West Coast. A lot of the Puerto Ricans who went there come from the West Coast um and i think that is why you have and obviously the independent in the west coast is in the west it was supposed to be in Camuy, right mm-hmm. but um i have that theory that that's the reason why there's such a strong pro and in chicago city has a history of a lot of struggles and what i you. um so it's a very progressive city um and then but and then i have my experience as a college student in orlando dealing with that community of puerto ricans right and it's the puerto ricans in orlando are much more closer aligned because the ones that go to orlando are actually directly predominantly from the island, right? You have also a lot of New Yorkans who were going there. So I mean, I, I remember I had stories with friends of mine in college who tell me like there was sort of like this internal conflict between like the New Ricans and then like the Puerto Ricans on the island. Um but I, I didn't go to high school there. So I, you know my experience was more from a college perspective um and organizing Puerto Ricans there. Um, so I saw like the Puerto Rican Union and, and shit like that when I was there. But um it, it's I would say it's more the like leaning towards white. I would say it's sort of like you have a lot of people who are more pro-statehood right and if you look at the pro-statehood they identify they want to be white right want to be american right so in in their sense american meaning white right so i think if if that's i don't know if that's what you're alluding to it yet but i I would say there's a like i have my struggles you know There are a lot dealing with a lot of people like super pro-statehood and want to be you know you know so i think that that may be why you read it that way whereas like puerto Ricans in florida want to be white I think it's more like they just want to be american I right? So I, them.
0: I, I don't see a lot of it
1: yeah no i i would say that like i think a lot of it has to do with and again you know it's it's a combination of the two right so you have a lot of puerto Ricans who in particularly south for whatever reason uh because they're coming straight from the island they sort of lean towards statehood right so there's sort of like that false reading of america being white right so that therefore they may identify as, a, as white quote unquote because of that But you also have to deal with the fact that a lot of times they're being told, because in the South in particular, right, when you leave the New York bubble, the world is just black and white, right? There is no sort of room for anything other than that. So they're probably being told they're white. And if they're coming from a place that they don't know better, and they're being told you're white, you're not black and white, you're white. There is unjustifiable reasons for them to identify in that way.
0: Let's take a little break from the show right now to talk about ether wellness. Ether wellness offers a variety of essential oils, ranging from wild orange, which has energizing properties to help you either start or restart your day, lavender, which is great to help you get a good night's sleep, or my personal favorite, peppermint, which is good for headaches and nausea. Just put a couple dabs of it on your wrist in your diffuser or in your shower to bring your shower game up to a whole another level head to etherwellness.com right now and use the promo code cafe fuerte for 10% off that's a-e-t-h-e-r wellness.com and with the promo code cafe fuerte you'll get 10% off today I'm learning the value of archives, right, and of archiving things. Mm. So I think it's important, it's important before we end this conversation to talk about mm-hmm. this year's Super Bowl, and okay. it was mm-hmm. Puerto
1: Rico.
0: So controversial, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> controversial. <laughs> I said Puerto mm-hmm. Rico like controversial. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, mm-hmm. I just wanted your thoughts on what that did for our influence.
1: I think it showcased our influence on a very like bullshit way, in a sense that like, I remember having uh, a, a mutual friend, Rude, I remember sending something to him around that time, like, you know, you know, people have problems with J.Lo and they have the right to feel the way, but they feel about her. I, I don't like to paint people, so I don't like to paint people or peoples in broad strokes. I, I think there's there's room where, if we're in, you know, I'm, I feel like we're intelligent people, we should be, speaking in more detail than, and, you know, getting context of things. I think it definitely showed our, our influence on a very sort of like basic way. Right. Cause if, you know, you have Jennifer Lopez, you have, if you're looking at it from Puerto Rican perspective, right. The conversation about that, you have Jennifer Lopez and you have uh, bad bunny. Right. And even if you look at J Balvin, the music he does is Puerto Rican. Right. Um, you have two Puerto Rican artists, one from New York and one from the Island on the biggest stage. Right. The the Super Bowl halftime show, right? You can argue that, right? But uh, I think in that sense, it did showcase our influence. Um, I think what J Lo did with the flag thing, you know, I was funny. I was, I I think, I was, I think with my wife, I was like, yo, she better wave at least one flag, right? And I I was like, when she waved the thing, you know, and of course, people found an issue with that, like, oh, how is she gonna have with the American flag, the Puerto Rican flag? you got to understand that everyone's on the same level, right? I don't expect Jennifer Lopez to march, you know, she ain't Lolita, right? She ain't going to come out with a gun and, you know, scream, do that Puerto Rico Libre, that's not her role, right? That's not true to her. So I don't have that expectation of her. I know her her limitations as a person identifying with Puerto Rico and representing that is what she did. I don't got no beef with that, you know what I'm saying? I, I don't expect the same thing for everybody. If, if Nick was on there, right, if that was you, I expect you to come out there with a gun and, you know, unravel the flag and do the whole shit, right? But that's you, but that's authentic to you, right? And I think that's important. That shit's not authentic. J-Lo would look phony coming out and screaming some bullshit, right? That's her identity as a Puerto Rican from Castle Hill, right? Um, you know, I don't know if that's what you're alluding to. I can yeah. keep talking about this shit. But I
2: remember, uh-huh.
0: I remember, like, literally, like, the day after I hit mm-hmm. you, because I was just so mad. Mm-hmm. Like, because uh-huh. I, was, I was, and and you did kind of, like, older brothers fool me like yo not everybody's gonna be on our level and uh, 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 and maybe she just mm-hmm. doesn't know but mm-hmm. i just feel like for her to understand like Hector level right
2: mm-hmm. you know, you do mm-hmm. that
0: story where her with her ex-husband mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. and for people to love her so much i feel like mm-hmm. it's her due diligence to know you know like, mm-hmm. I feel like to just hold her accountable for jennifer lopez with the bronx education that she got in castle hill isn't enough. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think right. you know, you've traveled the world, you've had the mm-hmm. opportunity to get educated and I don't know one mm-hmm. person in the world that doesn't ask about their own culture. You know like mm-hmm. and she spends time and and again like I want to mm-hmm. I want to uh, disclaim this with like
2: mm-hmm.
0: these are the thoughts of Nicole Halvers and it's not about anybody mm-hmm. else on this conversation mm-hmm. but I just find her to be problematic for that. Mm-hmm. For, for a few things, for the fact that like mm-hmm. you can't take that many pictures of yourself and not question mm-hmm. what you are, mm-hmm. what you're mixed with. Have those questions, mm-hmm. have those conversations, even just about your own personal history with your family. And let's say her family, mm-hmm. is
2: teenager, mm-hmm.
0: and they taught her that America, America is the best place to live. Nowhere else is mm-hmm. America. Right, right. You're fine.
2: Mm-hmm. If
0: that was their mentality. Mm-hmm. You right. Who had a husband like Mark Anthony, who is also loved mm-hmm. by the community. What kind of conversations Mm -hmm. are you guys having? All this to say, like, I think that she has a responsibility to educate herself. Mm -hmm. And I'm more Mm -hmm. disappointed that she's in it. And I think that it's very hurtful Mm -hmm. after um, Mm -hmm. America's response to Hurricane Maria and to several Mm -hmm. earthquakes that Mm -hmm. just just happened at that time.
2: Mm -hmm. For you Mm -hmm. to Mm -hmm. out
0: with both the American flag and the Puerto Mm -hmm. Rican. Flag. Mm-hmm. I think that it's very mm-hmm. important to not um what's the word that I'm looking for to not make our our victimizer look like the other side of us. You know what I mean? Like like, right. like, like right. I felt that her message was coming out with the Puerto Rican flag and then also showing the Puerto Rican flag to, to the American flag to say but Puerto Ricans are American. Treat them as such. Mm-hmm. If that's what her political mm-hmm. was. I am mm-hmm. not impressed mm-hmm. by it because I feel like mm-hmm. come out with the Puerto Rican flag and make make the point. And like, there's there's this conversation about Black Lives Matter right now and about defund the police.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, we got us. We take care of us, mm-hmm. and that's the reality of Puerto Rico. We got us. Mm-hmm. We take care of us. So when you have yeah. Americorps, yeah. when we have these Americorps companies or organizations that come together and they get all this government funding to, to go down there and save us, the reality is mm-hmm. is that a lot of them don't. A lot of them have alternate mm-hmm. um, dual motives mm-hmm. in, okay, mm-hmm. well, I want to build a hotel here in Vieques. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll right. rebuild, I'll rebuild um, porches, I'm sorry, I'll rebuild techos, the the, the
2: mm-hmm. I'll the rebuild mm-hmm.
0: in, in mm-hmm. Vieques mm-hmm. to get in good with the people mm-hmm so that eventually, mm-hmm. when, I, when I finesse this this organization, my mm-hmm. hotel, the people will fuck right. And that's not a thing. Mm-hmm. And I've heard people say right. you know, we got here to do the work because who else would have done it? Mm-hmm. You know who would have done mm-hmm. it? We would have
1: done it. Yeah. Yeah. We did it.
0: And and we did it yeah, we I, down the mainland. Right. And because you landed mm-hmm. in Vieques yesterday, Christopher Columbus, mm-hmm. doesn't mean that you're healthy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right, I 100%. had a yeah. responsibility for that. So I think that even I- Bad Bunny, to me, I was more proud mm-hmm. of him when he came out mm-hmm. because I think mm-hmm. that he has denounced the American system and mm-hmm. has been like, God don't do nothing for us. We got mm-hmm. up.
2: Mm-hmm. He
0: he gets right. on his he gets on his bullshit and he knows and he's mm-hmm. doing the work. Yep. Even in Puerto Rico, you don't learn your history on purpose. Right. They they kind of right. rubbed over it like Pedro B. So Campo, anyways, and it's like no, mm-hmm, where,
2: mm-hmm. who
0: is that guy? Explain mm-hmm. to me. Stop. Wait. What's happening?
2: Right, so right, right. When
0: Bad Bunny came out with his Zurag, Actually, I was more mm-hmm. proud of him. Like yes, and we're light like, can and black, and we're you know what yeah. I mean. We come in mm-hmm. all shades, and we're proud mm-hmm. of it, and we, and that's what Puerto Ricans do. We own our black right. at the end of the day mm-hmm. we get through salsa, hip hop, graffiti, mm-hmm. dance, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. We own our blackness, mm-hmm. our food, I so. everything, you yeah.
2: know? No, I'm I, I, and I digress, <laughs> my brother.
1: No, I, I, I agree. No, I, I think that, um, I you know, so like, you know, going back to the whole the whole Super Bowl thing, like, you know, it, it was like, it was like, but it, I think it goes to the point motherfuckers is looking for something to, to sort of like go at, right, particularly in the age of social media, right? So mm-hmm. J-Lo got beefed by the fact she had the both flags. In fact, she was shaking her ass, right? So she came off looking like like a stripper or whatever. Right? That I didn't really care for, right? You know, and I, I just that's not me being sort of like a simple dude, like, oh, why the hell, whatever, right? Um, I think there's better ways to sort of, you know, showcase our dancing abilities than that, right?
0: She was playing um, a, a dance from Colombia, I think it is, or from Brazil that was originally African. I Who, think that was Yeah, I think yeah.
1: that's yeah cool. well, All that shit, all, 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 all dances got from Africa, right? so i think that like so i mean I mean, but I'm, I'm saying like people got out about that shit people got out about the flag uh, the fact of the the dual flag right like people got on on, on, on uh um, on bad bunny because he wore a do-rag right so i think it goes to the point i'm gonna address that real quick i think that people are looking for something to go at right because people i don't know if people are bored and just sit home looking to post it on instagram but that's that's i remember the day after it was like like everyone did something wrong and then someone took it and sort of di- di- like sort of dissected it like you know like the reason there were kids there the kids in cages the reason that she did this the reason Shakira which you know we're not talking about you know them but like the reason she she did the the, the vocalizing that she did like you know it's because of this right so everything had a reasoning but people didn't want to hear the reasoning they just wanted to, to see it. like oh where the fuck did they fuck up so I can post it tomorrow on Instagram right it what, relates to J-Lo right J right? right ji don't you know and like I told you you know like I feel that I, I, I completely agree with what you're saying. I I think that's that's why me and you get along, and that's how we would respond responded to it. We have the platform. I'm not rocking an American flag anywhere I go, right? Even with polo, over the you know like the shit, the big American flag. I never rocked none of that shit, right? I never did, you know, the gap. None of that shit. I I don't I don't do that. I I don't, I don't represent that which oppresses me as a person. Just, like, how I do I celebrate? You
0: comfortable. Mm-hmm. Also, just a real quick mm-hmm. point on the American flag. I just never mm-hmm. felt comfortable because i never felt like i was part of that i felt like right i was never free, i was treated like I other so i didn't feel like right. i could wear it and some people wear yeah. it like oh no but this is my birthright too yeah. and i'm like i was I, going here and i still don't feel like that's my yeah
1: birthright. yeah no i and, and 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 when it comes to those things i think it's however you interpret it that's what's right for you is right for you i, I i'm not going to say you you can or can't wear it if you if you want to use it as a form of protest if you wanna represent it, that's cool. I got That's not for me, this is, again, I'm not gonna define you. Just don't try to define me, right? For me, I don't do it. That's just me, cool. I, I got, my flag is my flag, that's it. I'm cool with that. It's enough for me. The Puerto Rican flag is enough for me, right? And it goes back to the bridger point That's what the cool point shit, right? But, um, so if I had if I was ever at the Super Bowl, I'm wearing my flag, right? Because that's what I'm representing, right? But if JLo does it, that's on her. Maybe for whatever reason she, you know, whatever wrong reasons she feels a part of both right that's cool but you know again like i, I don't hold our celebrities up to the standard that i hold each other because they've had different experiences right you know same way you know and but it doesn't justify and doesn't neglect them from the the responsibility right but i don't hold j-lo to the same account that would hold a president president right or a bad bunny or whoever right I know these people come we're all different we all experience Puerto Rican identity in different ways even though we have a shared um understanding of that we all do have personal experiences that you know to to, to, to have expressed in a different way right so when it happened I was like you know I saw the American flag I'm Like, okay here we go so you know, but then she had the Puerto Rican flag I'm like all right at least she's doing that is it enough no but that's as much as I expect from her right um so, so yeah, I don't know if I'm asking your question, but like I, I didn't, I didn't have. I, I stopped having expectations from our celebrities. For
0: our influence.
1: Our influence.
0: What it did for
1: how, how how what it, I think it, it did everything and did nothing at the same time. You know what I'm saying? I think it, for those who need like because of the fact that why this whole conversation we had because we don't claim it, right. We didn't take that as an opportunity. Of like, cause the way it was presented was like, oh, it was a Latino thing, a Latino thing, a Latino thing. But the music that was being presented was Puerto Rican, right? The people who, and it's not taken away from Shakira, it's not taken away from Dave Alvin, the Colombian. I don't want this to be about that. I think it's, but you know, from my perspective, it's like the influence was showcased because you know it's like don't it Puerto Rican. Um, what J Lo was doing was whatever, however you identify her music, this whole pop R and B shit, right? That's that's us. Like that's that's something I mean, that's true to her as a person from the Bronx or what have you. Um, so I think it was a missed opportunity to really display Puerto Rican, you know, influence. But at the same time, it showed that we were we are influential because the, the chosen acts for that were, you know, Bad Bunny, J Lo, and then J Balvin and Shakira for obvious reasons, right? Um, so yeah, I, I I think from a social so like I see. In two ways. when I see from like a like a corporate perspective, like you know, from a brand perspective, I think that you know that's an opportunity to sort of show you this is why we matter. This is why you know you should invest in our community. This is why you should be doing the things that I'm trying to get you to do. um From a Puerto Rican perspective, I I don't think it was enough because it was sort of it was sort of like a cheap version of our culture, you know. And again, not going against J Lo or Bad Bunny, or whatever, but I, I just don't think it was like a true celebration of our culture. I, I think it was sort of like the easiest sort of like um, entry way to to who we are as people but it's at the super bowl it's an american thing so i expect that
0: i just i'm also uncomfortable with the fact that j-lo takes so long to respond when it comes to puerto rican matters so like i understand that like maybe she's not it's not her platform it's not what mm. she does but mm. i think that for example mm. with the her, the earthquakes um mm. it's a days for her to post even about that and i i think again as you mm-hmm. be, like i'm not saying that j-lo knocks other puerto rican women down so she could be the only one
2: mm-hmm.
0: but she's been the mm-hmm. only one for a long time so if you're gonna yeah, hold her down as the queen mm-hmm. of puerto rico do your research, mm-hmm. do your math you know what i mean like figure out oh shit, this is like this, uh,
2: this. yeah
1: yeah, no. I, I remember going back to the struggle for Vieques. like I remember this is sort of like she as she's emerging as sort of like this natural figure, you know. And people, everyone was going you know, was you know denouncing it. Celebrities, you know, we had everyone from Benicio del who was really big at the time. You know, Ricky Martin, everyone's denouncing it, and J Lo was quiet on it, right? I think that was sort of like my initial, like, oh, you, you really ain't about this shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I've never really had. So from that time, I've always had this very low expectation from J Lo. Um,
2: but her
0: it starting out, I could understand her just not knowing. You know what I mean? Like, maybe she hasn't been around the country yet. Maybe she hasn't been, you know what I mean? Yeah,
2: like, she, she, she's she
0: came out.
1: I th- yeah, but, no, I I just, I, but I think it goes back to that. Now like, you know, you're a
0: veteran. And now you're kind of considered like the queen of Puerto Rico. You should act as way. <laughs> right. You know what I mean?
1: You should. But again, I think it's it's un, not just unfair, but it, it, you also have to take into account that um, we all have a different understanding of what Puerto Rican identity is, Puerto Rican responsibility is, and she may not, yo, she could be a pro statehood person, right? She could be someone who celebrates American identity. And I I, I I would probably bet my life on the fact she is probably pro statehood. She probably does see herself as an American person. And therefore, because of that, she doesn't do certain things, right? And you have somebody on the other hand like Presidente, who's came out denouncing the FBI when they killed Filiberto and all that. So I expect him to come out and say these things. I don't expect someone who's pro sailor to denounce America. I don't do not, I don't expect them to speak out on behalf of Puerto Rico. However, it doesn't take you to be pro-independence to speak up when you know when Maria hit. It doesn't take you to be pro-independence. You, you just no, you're Puerto Rican. Your people it's are Puerto dying. Right.
2: Right. Yeah. Just you're, life yeah. You, that point.
1: Exactly. We're not pro, yeah, we're not pro-like. Yeah,
0: women. but like, yeah, but like
1: pro- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I'm stuck with you. You know what I
0: mean? Yeah,
1: just you're a human being and you're seeing that, you know, your own people, people look like you, your family, you know, I am assuming she has family back home in Puerto Rico, are dying. Not just dying, but they're being, I would argue, being murdered anyway, right? Because they're allowing you to die, right? Intentionally. It doesn't take it, you don't have to be pro-independent, you don't have to be Lolita to come out and say, some shit is wrong, and this is how I can help, right? Because you have a platform, you have money, you have influence and i think you have to use that you know what i'm saying that that's why like i don't expect anything from her but it, it goes back again to like viecas like I, I saw what she did during the vieca struggle you know she was super quiet and I, and and ever since then i you know like okay j-lo you're one of those you're over there i don't really have the expectation of you uh bad bunny i have a high, i have an expectation of i see what he's done even recently i know you saw the whole thing he, he uh with black not. lives matter like he came he, he that shit is dope. Like that—that that tells me the kind of person he is. And I gotta focus you our,
0: on him. They were like, "You've been too quiet," and that's the thing about our culture is like we're so quick to jump mm-hmm. to somebody for being quiet yes. without mm-hmm. like just a lot. Make we don't know what he's going through in his personal life.
2: Mm-hmm. And
0: again, it's kind of fucked up because I don't ex- I don't extend that same courtesy to J Lo. But I think that mm-hmm. J Lo with Mar- why you hate J Lo. I mean, I'm sorry. With with Bap- What happened?
1: You hate J Lo because she's from the
2: Bronx.
0: No no a- because no but i'm saying it's not funny like this was one time that yeah. okay you didn't speak about and it was very important i'm not I'm mm-hmm. off top black lives mm-hmm. matter and like he should have said mm-hmm. something from the very beginning mm-hmm. but like mm-hmm. in his defense he wasn't posting throughout it right
2: you know what i mean right.
0: j-lo will yeah. constantly post throughout something fucking right in puerto rico about america mm-hmm. america's got talent or whatever the hell she's working yeah. <laughs> then because
2: she's and, american
0: and a selfie just what yeah they got. and i'm just like so,
1: so what i would money? say
0: and it's like it, yeah. do you like do you realize people are there and then it's yeah. for bad bunny to post that you're like oh i gotta keep up yeah. with you know what i mean like
1: uh, yeah so fuck jlo that's what i'm saying like if, if she ain't really about our culture we shouldn't be wasting any time with it like Yo,
0: i think that's where. Oh, yeah like that's where that's that's where my I don't say my unforgiveness because like, again, mm. I'm a child. I was born in 1989 when mm-hmm. JLo was in Selena. I was five years old. And like, mm-hmm, bro, mm-hmm. I was like, that's me. I ain't her. Yeah, no. And right, then, right, right, right. And, and so I was so grateful for that example. Mm-hmm. But yeah, as I oh, grew up and started to understand mm-hmm. what, what she meant and what she represented and how
2: mm-hmm.
0: I feel like, and I'm not suggesting this is just her. This has nothing to do mm-hmm. with her this is actually not even Mm -hmm. on her, but the way that Mm -hmm. men, black, Mm -hmm. white, Mm -hmm. even other Mm -hmm. Latinos, sexualize Mm -hmm. Latinas, specifically from the Caribbean, Mm -hmm. and the way that we're Mm -hmm. um, hyper-sexualized. And I, 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 as an adult now, understanding Mm -hmm. when a guy, when Mm -hmm. I'm walking down 116, and a guy was like, yo, Mm J-Lo, yo, J-Lo, what he's really doing Mm -hmm. is sexualizing me, as mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. sexy persona of her in her panty yeah. mm-hmm. dancing right. like, water falling on her and it's like mm-hmm. okay that's what you're doing to me you know right. now that i'm an adult i understand that and i'm not cool with that right. that's not okay right and that doesn't have nothing right. to do with her that's not her fault the the, the fact no, that yeah. that you're sexualizing caribbean women long mm. before her but my right. my my point to that is is that I feel like you play into it when all you do is show the sexy and don't show the struggle. And don't show like this right. this this caramel that you like
2: yeah. comes mm-hmm. with
0: comes with some struggle. This this birthday that you like comes with a
2: whole
0: right. in a factory called Domino. You know what I mean? Right.
2: Mm-hmm. It, it's
0: not just sexy. There are women right. that have lost fingers in Domino's right. factory so that
2: mm-hmm.
0: a white man could have coffee sugar with his coffee
1: exactly yep no 100 so like, no i i fully agree no i you know, i mean as i'm saying like,
0: like I didn't think... have our own fucking governor for the longest mm-hmm. and we kept getting appointed mm-hmm. white generals mm-hmm. we were a military state before there was even a military state so they could secure yeah. that sugar bag and exactly. that was <laughs> yeah you know what i mean Mm-hmm. That was way plastic. Course, yeah. mm-hmm. So I, I had I had an mm-hmm. artist who's Puerto Rican call me the other day and asked me because he was about to do an interview. And he was like, yo,
2: mm-hmm.
0: I feel mad and comfortable because um the woman that's helping me facilitate this interview is basically telling me, like, hey, look, mm-hmm. these are the questions they're gonna ask you and they're gonna ask you about mm-hmm. Black Lives Matter. And so they mm-hmm. he was asking him how he would answer. And because he answered, like, mm-hmm. yeah, yo, you well, know, police have been brutalizing us and all stuff. She kind of was like, "Well, you should say your black friends." And he's like, "My black mm-hmm. friends." I wouldn't say mm-hmm. that in real life. Mm-hmm. And he, she was like, "Well, Burr. you should say that because technically you're not black." So he called me and mm-hmm. he was like, "We're black, right?" Like essentially, like Nick, we black. Mm-hmm. I, like, I went in Burr, on the yeah. facts and I was like, and tell Burr. her about slavery. How slavery was Burr. abolished, like within the last yeah. few years. Like I was, mm-hmm. I was going in on the facts, and so. Burr. Like, just so that people understand and remember that
2: Mm -hmm.
0: yes, we are black, but we also Mm -hmm. have a very special history that's Mm -hmm. still recent that is parallel to what we denounce about slavery. You know what I mean? Colonial Mm -hmm. statuses, Mm -hmm. being abused as people, Mm -hmm. being forced for labor. Um, You know, the Mm -hmm. whole promesa is some bullshit. The fact that
2: mm-hmm. yeah. you're
0: 25 years old, you're going to make 425 working at a fucking... Are you mm-hmm. kidding me? Who the fuck can live mm-hmm. And you mm-hmm. know that we'd be having kids mm-hmm. young. Who's going to survive
1: with
0: a kid on yeah. 425? Nobody. I, th- I think about the book, uh, How to Win Friends and Influence People, and it's like, never look for the credit. Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. while it's a very admirable quality, um, I think that it's a very dangerous quality because... It allows for people to take credit for something that you did and so
2: mm-hmm.
0: um you know it's not to be in people's faces like did you know that puerto rican women are the reason why you got birth control? Right. Like, i'm not gonna right, right, right. in <laughs> here and and you know whatever but
2: mm-hmm.
0: when it's time and when when the moment is right or sometimes mm-hmm. when the moment is not right and people just acting up mm-hmm. and you gotta remind them like
2: yeah
0: Hey, expats that move here, be a black and brown. Even Mm -hmm. if you're Puerto Rican yourself, we're black. Mm -hmm. Stop playing that Mm -hmm. bullshit. And our influence, we we always we always big up Africa. We always tell the truth about our culture. We always say
2: Mm
0: -hmm. we we got this sauce because of Africa. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, no, I I fully agree. And I I think that you know it's, what you're saying it's not about taking the credit but I think it's, it's also about not you know I, I think one of the biggest issues we have with the people is the whole i shit, right so i and shit has allowed us to stay colonized for as long as we have right um it's also allowed other people to take advantage of us physically and also in terms of credit right and what that does it's not again it's not about the credit but it's also recognizing what you've created because I think that creates value in the people right because we don't take you know credit for things we do we don't realize the value we have as a people, and because we don't realize the value we have as a people, we've allowed other people to take advantage of us and remain a colony. So
2: right?
1: Yeah, but we got we, we got fuck all that shit, right? Because it's, humility is great. I, I consider myself a humble person until you require me not to be, right? I think that's yeah. the same thing as the people. I think that's 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 important because you know, again, it's the lack of us understanding our value as a people has allowed us to remain a colony, right? So I think it's time for us to change that, right? To so take credit. Yo, no, that Puerto Ricans have done this, this and that because it's not about the credit, right? But it's also, but it's more about, you know, knowing ourselves what we are and what we're capable of doing, right? The fact is that we're a colony not because the people have colonized us, but because we've allowed them to, to make us believe that we're not capable of taking care of ourselves, right? A part of that is because we don't take appreciation of what we have created and what we have already done, right? So in that, it's a part of that process to me is taking credit for what we've done. Um, and I think that will start the conversation to allow you to think beyond that. Like, if you realize that, realize you that, know, I can tell my personal self, the fact I realized that Puerto Rican the World of Hip Hop allowed me to have a bigger understanding of we are the people, right? Because I said, oh shit, we, we, we did this. You know, we, we do have a value. We do have something that we've created for ourselves and for other people, you know what I'm saying? So that means that we're capable of doing much more than that. You know, as long as we don't realize that, then we're just gonna allow other people to continue to take control over us.
0: I'm surprised we did this whole interview without once mentioning fun.
1: <laughs> Want me to talk about fun? Sure.
0: <laughs> no, just, just fine. why fun though? Why? Because I why? I associate my Puerto Ricanness because I mm-hmm. think everybody's Puerto Ricanness looks different, and I associate yeah. my brand of Puerto Rican. Mm-hmm. The first thing that I saw on TV that I related to
2: mm-hmm.
0: that I could say, "Oh, that's like my house." That's like mm-hmm, my mm-hmm. That's like my brother. Right. It's fun, mm-hmm. and so I think that that brand. When I think of Puerto Ricans yeah. evolving from, yeah, from what we consider like the old school musicians that come from Puerto mm-hmm. Rico in the fifties, mm-hmm.
2: uh, in mm-hmm. the
0: in the seventies and eighties, Hector mm-hmm. Laveau, mm-hmm. to now mm-hmm. what is Big Pun, and then now yeah. Anuel, and mm-hmm. Slater, who is a Puerto Rican artist from Dykeman, mm-hmm. but. You know, he's from New York. So yeah. that no,
2: it's, it's,
0: of, of how we yeah. evolve, like you, you kind of think about the monkeys, like how we evolve.
1: Yeah, yeah. Pun, pun is definitely very important. And, and it's funny because, I, you know, in, in the conversations related to where this all came from with this, this whole situation with Nike, you know, that 100 percent video was a part of the market because in that video, you see the sneaker, Right. And it's like the one the first time it was shown, I think, anywhere it was it was on that that, in that video. And it's also a part of that. that time period was like Pun being like this big, you know, he died, it was, I think it was 2001 when he died, but like, you know, we're talking about the same time frame, the sort of the last breath that Puerto Ricans had in terms of this, this global dominance was around that time. Pun was a major part of that. I got, I mean, I'm, I'm older, so I got to see him perform. You know what I'm saying? I got to see him at the, at the was a Latin Quarter, the Lounge was doing something and I got to see him. And it was like, for me as a Puerto Rican, even though knowing we were a part of the story from the beginning, he was the first artist I saw, um, you know, Fat Joe was a ra- already around. He was doing this thing, obviously. Yeah, Curious George before that, what have you, from, you know, sort of like the 90s and all that. But Pum was a big st- first time we had like a ma- major star, right? Was pl- Latin going, Latin's going platinum and all that shit. So for me, it was like, you know, I was I was a freshman in college when all that shit happened, right? So for me, it was like the biggest thing in the world, because, you know, and again, I got to go see him perform at Latin Quarter and all that kind of stuff. So. I remember that experience and what it meant to me personally as a Puerto Rican was a, was a big deal, you know what I'm saying? And you know, it made me it super proud. So,
0: I think that hip hop, and specifically pun, he captured mm-hmm. like a very important picture of what we became mm-hmm. in the 90s and in the yeah. early 2000s mm-hmm. and like how,
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know, we kind of evolved from like, I will say my dad's generation where heroin use was yeah.
2: uh-huh.
0: really cloudy uh-huh. and and we went from mm-hmm. young lords and political to a lot of them being right. you know on drugs and people getting mm-hmm. you know, the mm-hmm. way that they do us when we start to rise up they get us on some bullshit yes. so i mm-hmm. think that pun was the first generation that i saw not be on mm-hmm. drugs you know what i mean from, like he wasn't of that generation today. yeah
2: that like it, pun it, it,
0: was like my cousin's age my older cousin's age at right. that time mm-hmm. So Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that generation wasn't into her when they were into selling it, right? So it was like, it became about Mm -hmm, prosperity. mm -hmm. I think that what he represented, that prosperity by any means necessary. And
2: and that's
0: what made me more tolerable to like, mm -hmm. they didn't make this shit for us. They didn't make the system for us. So they had to do what they had to do. That's no longer Mm -hmm, a profession mm -hmm. anymore, thank God, because a lot of us got, Mm -hmm. you know, missing uncles and aunts and cousins Mm -hmm. and, all that family fathers from that generation, mm-hmm. but yeah. I think it's so important um to just talk about that that picture because for me that was the picture, mm-hmm. and I think that yeah. I don't think about other people taking on like that Puerto Rican mm-hmm. flag because of how it looked even if they weren't Puerto Rican. I think mm-hmm. about like Rough Riders, right? Like Sweden, yeah, yeah, like, Puerto Rican, mm-hmm. or something like that. But like when yeah. you. UCE with the Puerto Rican nails.
2: Yeah, Rican yeah, That girl is not Puerto
0: Rican, but we, right. as a culture, like you said, when we came yeah. into, these, into these projects, we became mm-hmm. family. So yeah. we weren't like, we weren't policing Puerto Ricanness. We weren't like, you're not Puerto yeah. Rican. We were right, 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 like, right. oh,
2: family.
1: Dang, some day, like, exactly, yeah.
0: yeah. You hungry? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. you want to fly? Mm-hmm. I got you. You want some, right. like, yeah. what, what you want? Mm-hmm. The yeah. was, no, I, for, it was for everybody. Um, we didn't see it as that because we understand. Not for everybody. I, I'll specifically say for Black people because we shared mm-hmm. change. Like, oh, yeah. Africa. You know, if, mm-hmm. if, if you were if you were Black in the '90s, you were probably mm-hmm. from the Caribbean, fucking with Black right. people,
2: mm-hmm. and so
0: and, and some from some from the Deep South, but a mm-hmm. lot of them were Jamaicans, Trinidadians. You know, and they were coming in York, from all, all houses. And we would mm-hmm. just be like, it, they would understand. Like, I have I have a, a friend that was like, my Jamaican friend used to come through, and it was like him eating at his house. because, right. like, like I told you earlier, that bomb that went off in my head, that it's like, mm-hmm. oh, we're the same. Like, mm-hmm. we're really mm-hmm. Caribbean. I'm not just yeah. the Latino shit, this umbrella that they right. put under. I'm Caribbean. Yeah,
1: I, yeah. I, mean, I, I think the, the Latino sort of like, you know broad stroke their pains with it's more of like an a, american way of understanding who we are right so they just sort of so they speak spanish so they're all the same right um but re, when you really sort of dissect it it's it's not true And it's not, it's not to say that i don't identify with our uh, mexican families or salvadorians or yeah. wherever you know there is commonalities because yes. of, of language and, and and also our experience because because of the fact we're all religious
0: you know, too you know, The way that yeah you know there's
1: catholicism and all that shit, right so i think but I think that you know our, our, you know our commonalities are more similar in the United States because we're all forced to be the same, right? We're all forced, you know. And it's funny if you watch like Spanish Spanish language television, but just fucking don't watch it, you know what I'm saying? But <laughs> if you watch it, like everyone's sort of forced to to sort of like if all you speak is Spanish, right? For like our parent, like our grandparents or our parents, depending on how you identify, you know where where you are generationally. Um, if you watch that shit, it's like, you know, this is the, the, the programming that's given to them. And, and in that sense, like, they, you know, you feel like this common is on, like, oh, Mexico, Puerto Rico, cool, you know, all this kind of shit. But realistically, you know, you dissect it, it's not that. Um, but in terms of who we are truly as people, we are more Caribbean. Like, that's just, it's just, we literally are from the Caribbean. You know what I'm saying? It's not, we're not from Central America, South America. We are from the Caribbean. And because of that, there's a, an experience and a reality that is different from what America paints us as, which is Latino.
0: Right. I just, I just wanted to talk about pun, because I just think about that picture of like... Let's talk about pun. I just think about that picture of like, that was mm-hmm. kind of like a spike in like Puerto Rican prosperity. Like We talk about Black po- prosperity, mm-hmm. but I think mm-hmm. about Puerto Rican prosperity because in that, yeah. in that bubble, in that time, at least for my family, mm-hmm. That's when we started to see money, you know, like in the '90s. Yeah,
2: you know? mm-hmm. that's when yeah.
0: things started to even out for us because right. my parents came from extreme, mm-hmm. extreme, extreme mm-hmm. poverty. Yeah.
2: Right, right, yeah.
0: Because of all the kids and all the stuff they had, but it was like the first mm-hmm. time that like a family was able to get it right. They were able to get right. on feet, and like right, it takes work, right. So like, my mom had yeah. to get my dad. Not my mom. It wasn't her job to get my dad clean. My dad had to get clean for himself. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm, my mm-hmm. dad had to had to get on his two feet, get clean. Yeah. My mom was already yeah. on her shit because she grew up broke. So she's like, I'm not going backwards. They brought mm-hmm, me here mm-hmm. to the United States. I'm going mm-hmm. to do what the fuck. I'm going to make it do what the fuck it do so that
2: you
0: don't have to just have one pair of jeans. You know what yeah. I mean? So and that was yeah. a real thing. Like I remember my mom literally but, telling me she's like, "You know how many times I would beg for more jeans?" And my mom would <laughs> open <overcoat laughs> one pair of jeans on grand, and you complain about, about <laughs> having about not having seven pairs of jeans for every day of the or, week. My mom was uh, like, uh, "You know," it, and and it's our responsibility, like you said, like there, yeah. was, there was that there was that that time in our timeline where Puerto mm. Ricans decided, like I'm gonna move out so that I could have a better mm-hmm. life. Like I yeah. I was brought here and my parents mm-hmm. did what they could because okay, New York, some people mm-hmm. found jobs in sewing factories, some people found jobs in domino mm-hmm. Sugar factory. And they were like, okay, mm-hmm. I'm gonna move to the South side. I'm gonna move to the Bronx. I'm gonna work mm-hmm. in this factory. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. that generation's kids were like, I'm not gonna work in no damn factory. Um, no, I'm, yeah, gonna, it's, I'm gonna try it's, to go to school. And then I'm gonna get, right. and I'm gonna move to Pennsylvania or Florida or right. Chicago, whatever right. it is. Um, mm-hmm. and I, I think that just in terms of, mm-hmm. of um entertainment, in terms of style, mm-hmm. I think that mm-hmm. there was something very specific about being Puerto Rican in the '90s. Yeah, and I can definitely, for New York definitely. in New York.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's, that's interesting. I never thought about that. Like, but it's so true that like pun lands in you know our, our our you know in our world, you know, for lack of a better word, at the same time that, you know, if you look at, if you follow the timeline of Puerto Ricans in the United States, it makes sense for him to be who he was at the time, right? Because if you look at it, we came in the fifties. So if you're looking about by his point, two generations of New Rican, right? That's around the time that things get better for a, a people, for a family. Even though if you look at like it, it, you're speaking about your family you know that that makes so and then I never I've never made those connections but like pun landed in our world at the same time Puerto Ricans were landing a certain place in this in the United States economically socially you know and politically what have you so I've never thought about him sort of being this perfect sort of like uh representation of who we are um not just in terms of his abilities but also as a people at the time that we were where we were at as a people pun made sense at that time never thought about that
0: and I, I think about, I think about specifically like when my family, like we were lower middle class, right? So it was like, just depending mm-hmm, on mm-hmm. the day. Like I remember my dad would go out with yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. and
0: come back home and mm-hmm. be like, don't let nobody tell you, you can't mm-hmm. do nothing, mm-hmm. put money down on the table. You know, like it, it right. was depending yeah, yeah. on the day we were middle class. Depending on the day, mm-hmm. it was like, mm-hmm. don't ask me for nothing, because mm-hmm. it's not gonna be nothing. Don't look at the exactly. hang Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, that, you know like the when you say mm-hmm. black parents, they're like, Don't look at nothing, don't mm-hmm. tell me you want something, don't embarrass me mm-hmm. for these motherfucking people. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. black parents, mm-hmm. Depending on the day. And if it was a good day, oh yeah. mm-hmm. go, what you want? Some Jordans? what you want? You want a little change? Like, you want you want, you want, you want, you want some Ralph jeans? I got you. Oh, let's go. Like depending on the day. And it was and it was even the yeah. I can only again speak for my parents because I came from such a Mm. super ass Puerto Rican background. In the Mm. 90s, everything got better for black people overall, like the Clinton, whatever, Mm. as problematic as that Mm. administration was.
2: Right, Right.
0: Like just the opportunities that we were able to have, but that black prosperity in that time. Yeah. But it was also by Mm. any means necessary. So it was sometimes doing some things you're not supposed to and just not talking about it. Right because mm-hmm,
2: it mm-hmm. was eat or be
0: eaten, you know? And that's what this country is, so mm-hmm, to today, mm-hmm. eat or be eaten. Yeah, um,
2: right.
0: Yeah, so I just, I think that that mm-hmm. moment, I think about, like, being a kid, and, like, specifically in the early 90s, and going to Puerto Rico during mm-hmm. the summers, and coming back here, and, like, mm-hmm. that, that mixture of, of, I don't want to say wealth, but, like, doing kind of good, mm-hmm. and poverty, yeah, yeah. and having mixed cabanas right. with, like, you know, 90s, 90s cartoons like Simba and like then you mm-hmm. guys are like like mm-hmm. from the 80s, that has a hole in yeah. it, like, you know, it's,
2: yeah. that mixture of
0: poverty. And, right. and I remember us kind of mixing that all together, all my cousins in a room. And it's just like that picture of what it was mm-hmm. Puerto Rican in the 90s. Um, it's kind yeah. of like, I, I think it's kind of important. I think it's super important to capture in film and film. And I think it's super mm-hmm. important for us to tell our stories on camera. Um, that's something I've been I, I I agree. And, and I
1: have too to be honest. you.
0: of like mm-hmm. the 90s. Um yeah. you know, what it meant to be Puerto Rican in the 90s. Again, from my mm-hmm. perspective in New York, um mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. the only authentic perspective I
2: can speak on. Um
1: Right. But
2: yeah. No, I I've
1: I've been sort of taking this idea around of doing a, a documentary you know about the New Rican experience, right? I think it's important and I think it hasn't been hasn't been told.